everybody, welcome back. This is Christina Jolly, and I am the host of Believe for Bigger a podcast. And you are in for a real treat today to interview my friend Sarah. And uh, I just wanted just to uh, um, talk to another woman who is actually elevating to the next level, who is on a path to go to even greater for what God has in store for her. And um, Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. I love what you're doing and the message that you carry. So thanks for having me. Absolutely. So Sarah, what I want you to do is actually tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, you know, whatever you want to share about your family um, and you know, any kind of highlights, anything that you feel comfortable sharing about your life and your career? Absolutely. Thanks, Christina. Yeah, so my name is Sarah Honeycutt. Um, I live here in New Jersey with my husband and my son. I've been in corporate America and in, in outside sales, selling advertising for over 15 years. Um, recently stepped out of that space to follow the call that God has put on my life. And I'm just super excited to step into what's next. And yeah, God has just been so good and so faithful. And uh, yeah, just uh, ready for whatever he has next. So excited to be here and kind of share my journey and share what God has done. And yeah, so thankful, thankful to be here. Okay, so um, I'm going to give you a little background. So Sarah and I met through um, a mentorship program that we both were in, and it was called Trailblazers. And our mentor was actually Real Talk Kim, uh, and she is um, Kimberly Jones, and she is the pastor of Limitless Church in Fayetteville, Georgia. And so that's actually how I actually met Sarah. Uh, Pastor Kim opened up that Trailblazers mentorship for women who were in ministry, who were wanting to, you know, go to the next level, launch uh, further in ministry. And so she and I both were a part of that particular group. And I can tell you that um, I'm sure Sarah can uh, say the same. That was a very life-changing and impactful mentorship that we were um, a part of. And so, Sarah, I want to start off by asking you, what made you apply for Trailblazers? And what was it that actually drew you to that particular mentorship? Yeah, yeah. So I had been following Pastor Kim for a while on, on Instagram and her her messages have always just resonated with me, just her transparency and how how different she is, but yet how how godly she is. It really just she she's always really impacted me. And then I had come across this, um, I guess it was like a flyer talking about um, her program for Trailblazers for Women in Ministry. And what really stood out to me is that there hasn't really been any programs available for women specifically in ministry. Like we always see like business programs. Mm -hmm. um, We see social media programs, but I, I never really came across something that was geared specifically toward women in ministry. And that's really what caught my attention in, in like seeing a woman of God who is walking out her calling and walking out her purpose, Mm -hmm. really opening up, um, 
um, a space for other women in ministry. And, and that was exciting to me. And really, I mean, you said it, Christina, being a part of that program was extremely impactful. The impartation that happened mm-hmm. during that mentorship really did take me and I know you to another level. Um, mm-hmm. Just being, you know, in the room with Pastor Kim and then these other amazing women who are literally, you know, surrendered to God, walking out their purpose, you know, really trying to to do the work of the ministry. Um extremely impactful and yeah I'm just super thankful because I got to connect with you too so yeah <laughs> so it was a it was a great great time so yeah one thing about trailblazers was it was a group of very diverse women who just came together for uh just a common goal it was like okay what what do we need to do to actually get to that next level and you're right, Sarah, I feel like there was not or has not been a, an opportunity for women to come together to actually, um, especially those um, that are in ministry, to actually learn from one another and, you know, really just um, create like a sisterhood between um, us and realize that you know, we, even though we're all very, very different, there is a common goal. We want people to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And, um, and really, another thing that I wanted to point out is it really matters who you surround yourself with, right, Sarah? Mm. I mean, it's yeah. just another yes. thing where if you are surrounding yourself with the same people, you see the same things every single day, you're not going to grow. And with these ladies, I, we were surrounded by some women who they were 10 steps ahead of us. You know what I mean? But yet we were able to really just learn and glean from one another. And so the importance of surrounding yourself with other like-minded women and women who are bold, confident, Mm -hmm. courageous, and moving forward. Um, That was really, really key. So This last year's, uh, what would you say are some of the key mind shift changes you've had? Yeah, great question. So there, gosh, there's been so many, but (laughs) I would, (laughs) I would say um, one of the biggest things is overcoming that desire to people, please. Um, Mm. This past season, um, I... I found myself shrinking back into that space where I was pleasing people at work, trying to bend over backwards to get people to like me, trying to say the right thing so that people would like me, trying to be as nice as I possibly could and not say no, just so that everyone would 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 like me. And at the end of the day, we are not called to be liked by people. We are called to please God. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. So God has really in this season pulled that people pleasing, having to say yes, having to get everyone to like me out of me. And that that's, it's been a process and there's some days where it rises back up, but honestly, like he has, has literally just uprooted that and, and it had to come through some rejection. It had Mm. to come through even if I did everything right in my mind, even if I bent over backwards and tried to be as nice as possible, there are still some people that are just not 
going to like you. And that's okay. You have to be okay with speaking your mind, speaking what God puts on your heart, being the person that God has called you to be, walking the walk that God has called you to walk, and not be ashamed and not be not shrink back into mm-hmm. that people pleasing um, phase that like I've literally walked that walk my whole life. Like I've literally mm-hmm. shrunk myself, tried to stay in a box. Like I went from you know, being in a box, um, just being super shy, social anxiety, afraid of everybody, you know, to then the religious box. Oh, okay. Now being afraid of what religious people are going to say, I have to stay within these lines. So, so yeah, so God has really uprooted that people pleasing, um, spirit out of me. (laughs) And he, that has, that has really helped calibrate me to the next level in my thinking in not worrying about what people think and just going after what God has put on my heart and what he wants me to do I'm so glad you brought that up because there's actually a bible scripture that actually talks about that it's in Galatians 1 and 10 and so I'm going to read it it says am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God or am I trying to please people? If I am, if I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Galatians 1.10. And as a recovering people pleaser myself, I know all about that. You know, um, I think uh, a lot of women can relate when it comes to pleasing other people and really living for the validation of others versus living for the validation of God, you know, Mm -hmm. and I like what you said, Sarah, you know, if God has already um, basically called you to it, it's up to us really to just show up, to Mm. show up in our own self and not worrying about pleasing everybody, because at the end of the day, there's going to be people that don't like us. And, you know, I, I think we, I know, I feel like growing up, we have been kind of somewhat conditioned and and taught to everybody has to like us. And that's Mm -hmm. not the case because at the end of the day, guess what? We don't even like everybody. (laughs) I mean, there's some people that you're just like, no, you know, you're not, you're not trying to be mean or ugly, but there's just something that's off and that's okay. You know what I mean? Um, they're not bad people. It's just, you guys just don't mesh well together. You know what I mean? Um, I've worked with people that way where I've had to maintain a professional relationship with them because we're on the same team. Now, personally, did I really care for them? Not necessarily, but I, I wasn't going to you know, badmouth them or um, throw them under the bus. I mean, they were still my peer. And so I think somehow we've been conditioned to believe that everybody is going to like us and we're not for everybody. And so the minute that we realize we're not for everybody is really a big win for us because I heard you say shrinking back a lot of times because we want to be liked by others, we somehow think, oh, I'm showing up too much. I'm taking up too much space. You know, I'm being too much. When that's who God created you to be. You know what I mean? To just show up as your authentic self. 
And so, yeah, that's a, that's a big mind shift change that you've had. Definitely. Okay. So the next question is, how do you feel like you've grown in your faith? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Another great question. So about, what was this? This was in 2019. God took me through um, a really, really rough season. Obviously it wasn't God's doing, but it was something that happened to me that God has used for my good and his glory, which is um, I had a, I had a jaw tumor. Um, It was a benign tumor. Um, I went to the dentist one day. Um, They pulled up an x-ray and showed that there was this huge tumor that needed to be removed. And uh, long story short, it was a nine hour surgery. I had to have Mm -hmm. nine teeth removed. I had to have a bone from my jaw removed and then a bone from my leg implanted in my jaw. So it was major facial reconstruction, Mm -hmm. uh, major recovery process. Um, In that season, in that recovery season, God did so much in me and my faith and just seeing how even in like the darkest, darkest moments of my life um, in that hospital room, in that recovery season, like he was there, his peace surrounded me, his love was there, he provided like he, he was just so good in that season. So mm. um, that brought that experience in itself brought me to another level in my faith because it was something so significant in my life. But yet mm-hmm. God, despite all of like the, the unknowns and the, you know, not being able to like be seen by the outside world for like quite a little bit like he was Mm -hmm. there like and his word was there and like his word brought me so much comfort in that season like I was Mm -hmm. able to to really dive deep into the bible and just see like wow god like your word is living and active sharper than any double-edged sword like you see me you love me you hear my prayers and um yeah it was it was just that was an taking that took me to a whole nother level in my faith because he never left me like Mm -hmm. he was with me every step of the way and I know like for someone that's listening like you might be going through a very 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 difficult time right now you might be in a wilderness you might not even be able to see a way out of your situation like like you just you're just so clouded like you can't even see how Mm -hmm. is this ever going to be clear how is God ever going to bring good out of this situation Um, but I just encourage you to keep looking at him like keep your eyes on Jesus keep your eyes on his word and know that like he is going to do something in Mm -hmm. and through you through this very difficult season like I think Pastor Kim says like thieves do not break into empty houses and if you're going through a season where you are being squeezed like so like 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 your everything in you is just is just being squeezed like you you can't you can't even breathe at this point I just pray and speak speak life over you in the name of Jesus and I just pray that you would know that God Romans 8 28 will bring all will bring good out of your situation he takes all things and turns it around for his glory so um so yeah I just that was a that was a leveling up in my faith that season just seeing God's faithfulness so yeah 
Well, that's what this whole month is about, is we're standing on the promises of God. And what I heard you say, Sarah, was that you really had to stand on God's promises. And so this is an encouragement for somebody who is going through something, whether it is a medical diagnosis, whether you are um, walking uh, out of a divorce, um, maybe, you know, you just lost um, a loved one. Whatever it is, find a Bible scripture and hold on to that promise of God because his, um, his word will get you through and meditate on it and uh, put it somewhere where you can see it on a daily basis and, you know, repeat it over and over again and really just stand on his word. Um, so the next Amen. question, it says, tell us about anything you have had to let go of in order to believe for more oh yeah just recently <laughs> just <laughs> recently Christina that's why like this is so aligned and like God is so good because he he just brings everyone together at the right time and and I pray <laughs> that this blesses somebody so yeah um yeah I I had been at this job for about a year and um Again, after like I recovered from the surgery, God, I felt like he had called me back into the marketplace. He opened a door um, I didn't even apply for. And I, you know, stepped back into the marketplace, into sales, into that world, which which was tough, like, you know, pivoting from being home, um, recovering mm -hmm. to getting back out there. That itself was um, was a leap. Um, but I trusted that God was going to lead and he did. And yeah, so after being at this, at this job for about a year, um, I, I had had some really, you know, difficult moments, but again, just refining moments where God was like pulling out some of that rejection, that people pleasing. And, mm -hmm. but I, I really felt um, that my season was coming to an end there. And I just felt like God was tugging on me to, to do something greater mm -hmm. and for, for the kingdom. And I, um, I had a really hard time resigning from that job, um, just because I was holding on to everything that that job meant for me and my identity and making that money and hustling and being that, you know, that, that professional woman and having that income coming in like that. I had to, I literally had to walk away from it mm -hmm. and, I know that I know that I know that God had called me to walk away from it because of what he wants to do. And, and again, it, you know, obedience is better than sacrifice. So I'm like, all right, God, like I'm trusting you in this season and I'm, I'm still like literally walking this out right now. So mm -hmm. I'm not like on the other end, I'm not like, oh yeah, well, like, you know, everything just lined up perfectly. Like, I'm still walking this out because I literally, right. like, just resigned a couple of weeks ago. But <laughs> I am, like, trusting in God's provision. Obviously, my husband has been, like, fully supportive, fully behind um, this move. Um, mm -hmm. But I, we are fully trusting that God is going to lead, that he's going to provide, and that he's going to show me the steps, step by step. And as I continue to seek him mm. and to obey the nudges and to do whatever he's called me to do despite my fear despite my insecurity because I do have insecurity because I don't feel like I'm always good enough like he's going to show up because our our weakness shows up 
our our his strength shows up best in our weakness so it's like I kept to keep going back to him and saying God like I need you to show up here like I need you to show up in my life because I cannot do this without you and I think for so long Mm -hmm. I have strived and strived and pushed and tried to do everything on my own and I think that just came from a lot of trauma too in my childhood like always Mm -hmm. having to like be in survival mode my whole life like survive and and strive and make that money and and get you know go after it and like I'm all about hustling like I think that it's important to work hard I'm not saying that we we should not work hard but like laying all of that down to trust God is there's so much peace in that and yeah so that's that's literally what I'm doing right now I'm I'm believing that God is is going to continue to open the doors which he already has as I've laid down my own striving as I've laid down my own striving and I've surrendered to him he is he's opening doors step by step so yeah, so that was a big, big faith move. I'm like, okay, like I, I, I could, I'm, I'm talking a lot about it, but am I actually walking the faith walk? Mm. <laughs> like, and that's, that's what, yeah, what I've, what I've been doing the past, the past few weeks. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So what I heard you say is, you obeyed the nudges. And I think a lot of times as women, we don't obey those nudges. Mm -hmm. And um, God is trying to get our attention. He's trying to redirect us. He's trying to put us back into full alignment with him, his plan, his will, everything that he has for us. And a lot of times we second guess. We wonder, is it really God? You know, did I hear you correctly? And as Sarah has left her job in corporate, um, she's really had to really trust and and really surrender to God's plan for her life versus her own, right? And um, Mm -hmm. that's not easy. We're not here to say that it's easy. But at the same time, God's going to do what he needs to do to get you back on the right track. (laughs) He's going to push you. He's going to make you uncomfortable in situations. And you're just going to know you have to, for one, get quiet, right? Listen to those nudges, hear the Holy Spirit speaking to you. And God doesn't want us to live a life of, I also heard you say, of striving, of Mm -hmm. performing, of trying to, you know, again, win the approval of others. You know, God's word says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light right? And so he wants us to live a life where it's not always a struggle. That's not the way it's supposed to be, right? And um, you also had to act. (laughs) (laughs) You had to act. So that kind of leads me to the next um, question where it says, have you believed, obeyed, and stepped into what God is calling you to? And, you know, telling us what that looks like. And you're in that process right now. Do you want to say anything more about that? Yeah, yeah, just that it is it is a process. You said it. And and with with the process comes pruning. It there comes mm. a lot of, you know, a lot of things that 
that we didn't realize were kind of under the surface kind of come up in the uncertainties in the Mm -hmm. uncertain moments in life and that but that's exactly when God is doing like the best work within us it's those pruning seasons it's those pulling back like him Mm -hmm. unveiling like the things that we've been holding on to maybe some of the idols that we've Mm -hmm. kept in our heart I know that I have and he's like literally in this season just like stripping it all back from me and showing me and unveiling things like that I have kind of like buried with like workaholism and like materialism Mm -hmm. and all of those things (laughs) Yes. And he's literally just like, okay, here's, he, he's shining a light. He's shining a light on those things. But he does that and he prunes us and he pulls mm-hmm. back those things just so that we can bear more fruit for his kingdom. So it's never to to hurt us or to harm us. And ne- God is never doing anything out of like punishment, mm-hmm. although he does discipline those he loves. Like he, he's, God is love. God is love. And yes. he, he if he's leading you to do something and he's telling you to and you feel it like you feel mm-hmm. that holy spirit you know guidance in this certain direction like you need to you need to jump you need to obey god and and do what god is calling you to do as scary it is, as it is as mm-hmm. how many people might think that you're crazy or or irresponsible mm-hmm. or you're not using wisdom like if if you know in your heart that god is calling you to do something I just encourage you to take that step. And it doesn't have to be always like a huge step. It could be a little step in the direction sure. that God is leading you. And and he will confirm it. He will confirm it with you with peace. I, I just mm-hmm. encourage you. Like the Holy Spirit says that um, uh, the, the Bible says that the, whole, the, the Holy Spirit will guide us and lead us into all truth. And and all truth is 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 that peace. And and I think Christina, you you had said, you know, sometimes we second guess our intuition and like right, like we're we are led by the Holy Spirit. When we accept mm-hmm. Christ into our hearts, when we you know, when we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, like we can trust that the Holy Spirit will guide us and will lead us. And we don't always have to second guess ourselves. And yeah, I think that's something that I've done for so long in my life is I've questioned, Mm -hmm. you know, my, myself when really like it's, it's God leading me. So yeah, that I would say that that's, that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at right now is is the pruning. pruning (laughs) season. (laughs) So basically what, you have to do is actually not only believe God, trust his word, you actually have to obey, right? Delayed obedience is still disobedience, right? And then you actually have to step. That means you have to act on it. You have to move. You have to mm-hmm. elevate. You have to uh, do something. God's word tells us that faith without works is dead. And I heard you say, Sarah, that you know, you kept believing, but were you really acting on certain things, right? And yeah. we can become very complacent. We can become yes. very comfortable because we like it there. Yes. <laughs> Let's yes. just be yes. truthful, you yes. know. Um, we don't want to step into the unknown. And I truly believe with elevation, one of the key things is being curious, just being uh, curious to know, well, what is on the other side? You know, well, what does that look like? And God is not asking us to actually have an entire plan 
but to trust him every step of the way. He's going to direct our steps, right? He's not Mm going to lead us astray. Sarah said it, we have to uh, lean in and listen to the Holy Spirit and allow him to actually lead us, direct us to the next step. And so um, this has really been a really uh, an amazing podcast that I feel like women would are going to be able to hear who's actually going through that process. And we have to remember it's a process. I know a lot of times we don't want that pruning, right, Sarah? We don't yeah. want that, you know, <laughs> we don't want God pointing out, you know, certain things in our lives. But really, just like you said in Romans 8.28, it's all for our good. And uh, we really have to just be mindful of that. So um, I really enjoyed um, this conversation with Sarah and any last words or encouragement, anything that you want to say? Yeah, I just want to thank you, Christina, for having me and, and just, yeah, encourage someone out there to, as Christina's podcast is entitled, Believe for Bigger, like for so many years like I think all of us women are told you know and and just people in general are told to stay in a box we're told to you know just listen to what this person tells us and we we don't expand we don't expand Mm -hmm. our horizons we don't believe for bigger we don't believe that God can do what he says he's going to do and and he will sometimes we just need to get out of our own way we need to yes to just die to ourselves and let God literally take over and let him move through us let just allow him to um to just again lead us and and just Mm -hmm. remove ourselves from the equation and that's when real real faith starts and and life really begins because we're we're doing things out of our comfort zone like absolutely so (laughs) yes so um with that being said Uh, This is the end of this podcast, and I just want to encourage that woman out there who is just afraid to really just step into what God has for you next. I believe that every woman is called to elevate, and elevation simply begins with a mind shift and then a life shift. And just like Sarah says, God has so much more in store for us, and we I want you to believe for bigger, not bigger things in our lives, but bigger possibilities of what God has for you. And as Pastor Kim says, our mentor, you know, if you have a pulse, God still has a plan for you. So um, with that being said, I hope this um, podcast uh, encouraged you, shared with a friend, feel free to leave us some uh, reviews and we look forward to connecting with you next time. God bless you. Thank you.